As y'all, you guys know, COVID changed everything. We got to stay clean and sanitized and separated. But it is good to be in the house of the Lord once again. Thank you for the co-worship experience and the uh, and just all your kindness that I've given. You know, you guys have given me since I've been here. Uh, if I'm being honest, I had a different message and a different thing I wanted to say to the youth today. I thought, well, I have a little bit more middle schoolers here. So I got mostly older people here. So I got to change my message up. I can't do the same message that I was going to do for them with y'all. I can't treat y'all like kids. And then y'all be like, man, I already know all that stuff. So you have to improvise. But anyways, um, this is my improvise. So the title I got for today's sermon that I'm going to do, it's been a sermon that's been on my heart, and I haven't done it yet. And it's called uh, Stay Near the Rock. Stay near the rock, all right? All right, and I need you guys to pull out your Bibles because I know you don't know this text. There's no way. So the text is Proverbs chapter 30 in verses 24 to 28. So Proverbs chapter 30, verses 24 to 28. Now, that's, this is from memory now. I don't have everything written down. So you guys, please be patient with me and pray for me. You know, intercession, prayer, and everything so that we can all hear from God and God can have his way in this room. You're not hearing anything from Sean Christopher Jenkins today. All right? So let's get to the text. So Proverbs chapter 30, verse 24 to 28. So this is one of my favorite texts in the Bible. When I saw it, it, struck, it just spoke to me. Man, I received all the revelation, motivation, all the hope I needed in this life. All right? So I'm going to start reading. I'm reading from the King James Version. All right? So, which nobody ever does. So here we go. All right, verse 24. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. So what are these four things? The ants are people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer, right? The conies are but feeble folk, yet make their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet they go forth, all of them, by bands. And the spider take hold, taketh hold with their hands. It is in king's palaces. This is about to be bad, guys. You guys ready for this? All right, man. I'm about to, we're about to tear this up real quick. So I'm going to start with verse 24, and I'm going to focus on the conies. Does anybody know what a coney is? You ever heard of a coney? Okay, what about a rock badger or a high rax? Okay, that's what a coney is. A coney is a rock badger or a high rax. It looks like a guinea pig, and it looks like a, a rat almost. But it's real cute. It looks like a bunny, too. So, like, it's really small. It's like a little gerbil thing. It, and it lives out in the wild, right? And it stays close to the rock. You guys hear me? It stays close to the rock. In verse 24 starts off and says, There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. See, ants, how small are ants? Ants are tiny. You know how many stuff ants can do? See, this ain't a term about ants. I'll just let you guys go to my YouTube channel, Uncle Fast Crossroads, to figure out about ants. All right, so I'm going to focus on conies and hyraxes today, rock badgers. So let's go to uh, verse 24. There are four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. So these four, four things, these are things you need to focus on in creation. So the reason why God created everything on the earth, the reason why everything is orchestrated the way that it is, the reason why everything functions is, in, is, is the way it is in this life is so that we can see God, so that God can be revealed to us, so that we can know how God operates in this life and how we should depend on him. And these four creatures right here, this is what God is speaking to us. There's four things which are seemingly wise. They're wise because they know what their weakness is. 
They're wise because they know what they're good at and what they suck at and what they can't do. And they just do what they're... And they utilize their resources. And they utilize what God has given them. See, conies... Let me talk about conies real quick. A, a few facts about cony, hyraxes, they're all the same thing. It's this one animal, one creature in the animal kingdom. And they're weak. They have weak teeth. They have small ears. They don't have any nails, really. You know, they have claws a little bit, but it's, it's nothing, right? And they have no tail. They have little feet, so that means they can't run far when they run. They literally go nowhere when they run away. They look cute when they run, right? And they, they have short legs, too. And they're platies, right? And I told you they live out in the wild, so they're around where snakes are, where lions are, where hunters are, where bears are. So, like, creatures love to pounce on them. So just be, I just told you their genetic makeup right now. You guys get it? So what can they do when a snake comes? A snake can just slither and then snap them, right? Just real quick. Snakes have stuff in their arsenal that a hyrax doesn't that makes the snake the prey. Same thing for eagles, bears, you name, you name it. Humans even. Hunters. Hyraxes can't defend, a, can't defend against those creatures. But God made hyraxes a certain way. You hear what I said? God made hyraxes a certain way and he made you a certain way. Right? He made you with gifts and weaknesses. So I just told you their weaknesses. Everything in their genetic made, made, uh, makeup is a weakness. It's a hindrance. But God made them resourceful. He put them in a position that no other creature can be in. So let me tell you about hyraxes. They stay where the rocks are, right? And so they can climb up. God made them with their genetic ma ma uh, makeup to climb up 90-degree slopes. 90-degree slopes and inclines. And they can stay at high altitudes in the rocks, right? So wherever you see a lot of rocks, and it's a huge cliff, you can find hyraxes in the cracks of those rocks. See, when enemies come, and when birds come, and pray, eagles, you name it, wherever, whatever comes, all they do is stay near the rock. So this is what makes them wise. I'm going to paint a picture. So a few facts about hyraxes is they don't leave their, their, the rock really. They stay near the rocks. So they only go out about 250 feet from the rock, and then come right back. Because if they go out any further, they're too far away from the rock. And if they are too far away from the rock, that means if a prey comes at them, or, I mean a predator comes at them, or a different animal or something like that, with their genetic makeup, they're not fast enough to run to the rock. That's how life is. Life ain't fair, right? Life is hard. And the older you get, man, the more you figure out life just throws more stuff at you. Right? But what do we have? We have the rock. You know, uh, there's a song that we sing in church, and it's called, uh, Whatever the Problem, I Can Go to the Rock. Whatever's around me, I can go to the rock. I don't know the words, but you guys know it, right? So, whatever you find, whatever situation you find yourself in life, whatever storms you face, trials, tribulations, I don't care. Just stay near the rock, and you'll get the protection that you need. You got predators out there that wants to prey on you. You got wicked people who get over on good people all the time. You, there's so much in, a, in this world that can happen to you that's bad, right? And I know you guys have experienced some of it. And the thing about hyraxes, there's so much to tell you. I can tell you a lot of facts. Like, another fact is, is like, uh, you know how in the Bible it says, be careful of Satan's schemes and his, his uh, ways of operating because he's like a serpent and he's looking for somebody to pounce. You know, he's looking for somebody to take out. That's the way Satan works. So if the rock badger just goes out and just lives however he wants to live and forget the rocks, you know, what's going to happen to the hyrax? 
They're going to die. Like, it's not a good position. So what's life for you? I mean, come on, guys. Are you great at everything? Can you protect yourself from everything? If I put you in Florida and was what's it called, tsunami, tsunami, you know what I'm talking about. A flood, like a tornado, if I put you somewhere where a natural disaster is occurring, can you survive on your own? You know what I mean? There's certain things you just can't do, right? If a meteor came that was big enough to you know, knock out the whole entire earth, it, it don't take that big of a meteorite to do that either. You know, if it came fast enough and destroyed the whole planet, how can you protect yourself? How are you going to get to space to, you know, fly up? You know, there's certain things you just can't do, right? So you have to depend on the rock. So let me go to that scripture verse again. So verse 24 says, There are four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. Are you wise in this life? Ain't it wise to depend on God and lean on him for everything, every situation, all of life? And do you do it? Do you lean on the rock like the rock battle does? See, the rock, another thing about rock badgers, too, they're great at climbing the rocks like no other animal. Like, think about it. How many animals can't take high altitudes? It's the majority of them. They can't go up there. They can't climb up there. So the rock badgers stay close to the rock with 90-degree slopes. And they, so basically I'm saying they utilize their resources. So we all have disadvantages. We disadvantages. We all have weaknesses. We all have things we can't do, Right? But we have also strengths. All of us have things that we're great at. And that's what God wants you to focus on. What are you good at? What are you great at? And it's different for all of us. But the whole, the whole point is we still need to depend on the rock. Right? So the rock made you like that. And the rock is Jesus, obviously, right? Jesus is the rock, right? And that's so many scripture verses, but I'm not going to talk about them today. I'm going to keep this, this short today. So I'm going to go to verse 26. Because that's what this, this lesson is about, you know. Uh, the conies are feeble folk. Feeble means weak. Feeble means they can't fend for themselves. Like, look, I told you they have small teeth, so like they can't bite another animal with a snake attacks. It's not gonna do anything to the snake. The snake gonna like, that tickles, you know? <laughs> like conies just don't have that kind of makeup. Yet they make their houses in the rock. Imagine if a snake bites a rock, what's gonna happen to its teeth? They only got like two teeth, right? Like it's, you don't lose your teeth, Mr. Snake. You try to bite something else, it ain't gonna do nothing, right? <laughs> So, yeah, like, stay close to the rock. God can do things you can't do. God can do the impossible. Yeah. God can do, there's things that God wants you to do, which is utilize your resources, utilize your strengths, and just be who God created you to be and don't be anything else. So, for example, a coney can't live like an eagle would. It can't fly. That's stupid. An eagle can't live like a pig does. That's stupid. An eagle's meant to soar. Yeah, yeah, I think of eagles in this chapter, but you know eagles are in the Bible too. Eagles can soar up to altitudes other birds can't. They're the only bird that can soar above a storm during a storm and just soar up in the air. The other birds have to hide in shelter. That's, that's an eagle. So imagine if an eagle just des, des, decides he just doesn't want to fly and just want to be a pig. You know, you're wasting your talent. You're wasting the, the life that God has created you to live, right? You guys see what I'm saying? So that's the, that's the message I have for you guys today. So there's, there's the way that creation works, God speaks through creation. And are you paying attention? Like, I love, like, I don't watch it as much as I should. Like, I'm on planet and just learning things about creatures. But it said four creatures are wise. Guys, if y'all study about the ants, the spiders, and the locusts, I'll give you a little summary. So with spiders, in verse 28, spiders, in some verses of the Bible, it says lizards. How many times have y'all seen a spider in your house or 
just somewhere where you're always at. And you knock down the webs, and then the webs just come back. How many times do y'all see that? A lot. <laughs> and it comes back like the next day. It don't take long. And that's the thing. That's small thing, these small things, these things are wise. They're small, but they're wise. They're tiny, but they're wise. Like, life's not great for them, but they're wise. Right? So the spiders, man, the, the life application that God's trying to give us with spiders and lizards is you keep on bouncing back. You keep on coming back again. You don't give up when life is hard and you want to give up. You don't, you don't like your circumstances and your situation. You just keep on fighting. Keep on coming back. Because eventually they can't do anything to you, right? They just get annoyed and walk away unless they kill you. But it's a real spider. But anyways, uh, you guys get what I'm saying. Most people are scared of spiders and lizards and stuff. And that's another thing, too. You know, you'll find spiders. You can take them by your hand, but you'll find them in king's palaces. Right? So there's no place that you can't go if you trust in the rock, if you trust in the Lord. There's no place, there's no heights that's too high for you if you trust in the Lord and you lean on Him and you just do what He made you to do. That's all you got to do is just obey Him. Right? Locusts have no king. They have no ruler. They just go around. Think about locusts. They all separated uh, initially, right? Like they're not around family or anything. And then when they see one locust, all they got, all the wind got to do is move. And then they can't even fly with them. They just go where the wind takes them. So all of them just jump where the wind takes them. The wind's the Holy Spirit. Wherever the, wherever the wind takes you, that's where you need to go. Wherever the Holy Spirit leads you to go, that's where you need to go. Because that's where the blessing is. Right? And so all the locusts just band up together, going where the wind is, and they just soar where the wind takes them, and eventually they'll fall down to where they need to be at, and they get all the food in the world. They're where the weather condition is good and everything. Right? And they come with bands. Like, if you if you done any research on locusts, like they did when when they when they band together and they come together like that, a farmer's whole harvest can be devastated. A whole city could be devastated because they eat up everything. Imagine if all the Christians in the world, instead of being divided, like I just saw four churches coming up here in the same neighborhood. Imagine if all of us just came up together, no matter our differences, and we just preached Christ. We just told people about the good news. You're not going to want to do the things 
that you could have did when you were a kid, when you're older. So you might as well just do it now. Whatever's on your heart to do, whatever God has put on your heart to do, do it now because this is the season to do it. You don't know what life's going to throw at you. You can be in a coma for 20 years. <laughs> and you wake up, you're 65. And you're like, man, hey, I can't do nothing now. So you might as well just utilize the seasons that you are in. And that's what the ant does. You know, ants only live for, I think, two days or three. Like, that's their lifespan. You know, life's short for all of us. None of us know when a clock won't stop ticking in our on our lives and stuff like that. But we can we can make sure that we don't waste the moment that we find ourselves in. We can make sure that, that we don't waste the season the seasons that we get in this life from God, right? So are you utilizing those seasons? Are you storing up when you should be storing up? Are you making life easier for your children when they get older? Or are you making it harder for them because you didn't do what you were supposed to do when you were young? So. And that was one thing I was going to say to kids. I was going to say, you know, life's all about choices. You know, uh, basically, uh, where you are in life is dictated by the choices you're going to make. Yeah. Right? So if you don't like your life, you got to make better choices. And that's what ants do, man. They make sure that they make the best choice for the whole entire colony. They don't do things for themselves. So, guys, that's this chapter. I'm going to keep it short. How many minutes am I? Yeah, I'm at 16. So I'm going to go ahead and close it. But you guys get what I'm saying. So, uh, I pray, that, I pray that this lesson bless you guys, that when it comes to life, you need God, right? God, God can do things that you can't do. God can do, things, do the impossible. You're not limitless. You, one thing I was going to say was my lesson I was going to do for the kids was on Philippians 4.13. So I'll tie it in with this lesson. All right, so with Philippians 4.13, that says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. How many of y'all know that scripture verse? All y'all know. Right, it's the most popular scripture verse ever. But it's also the most misinterpreted one. Alright, can you really do all things? Have y'all asked yourself that question? Can you do everything on earth? So if I told an 85-year-old woman in here to go dunk a basketball on 10 foot goal, you do all things. You do everything through Christ that strengthens you. You're limitless. You're limited. God is limitless, right? God is the only one. We said that God is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omnipotent. And I think omnipotent means all-powerful and can do anything. So it's for anybody who thinks that they can do anything in life, you're basically saying you're God. Right? In this life, it's prideful to go through life thinking you can do anything. And pride is the downfall of all men. That's a scripture verse. Another scripture verse says God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. You see, these creatures are humble. They know their weaknesses and they know their strengths. They know what they suck at and they know what they're great at. And they focus on the strengths. So in this life, that's how we got to operate. We got to focus on what God called us to do, how God made us, and just what we're what God, you know, because that's your strengths, really. That's what God wants you to do. Focus on those and do that. Because that's life. People need to see that. Right? So, yeah, I'll, I'll just close it at that. So I pray that this lesson bless you guys. And you're all motivated to just fulfill the purpose and live the life that God wants you to live. Right? The only way to do that is to stay near the rock. Amen. So, lean on the rock. It's always go to the rock. So the last point. So let's just say my rock badges, man. The last one I got, the rock badges spend so much time in the rocks. They live in the rocks. They don't move from the rocks, right? They spend so much time in the rocks that they actually blend in with the rocks. So creatures and hunters can, can barely see them because they blend in with it. They're only like about, about this big. So like, let's say 12 inches. Like, not 12 inches. Let's say 6 inches. 6 inches or 7 inches. That's, that's how big they are. They're really small. And they blend in with the rocks. So do you blend, do you resemble Jesus? 
Do you resemble God's the glory and God's love? Can people see it? Because that's what it should be like as a Christian, right? So I know 